G'day and welcome to Once When I Was Cool, a weekly podcast about all the things that we loved when we were cool, when we were younger and when we were but young bucks uh, making our way in the world. My name's Dave and through the magic of the internet, I've got my little buddy there with me. Hello, mate. How you going? Good. How are you? Oh, awesome through the uh, the magic of the interweb and a bit of lagging going on through this episode already. Yeah. Uh, and as always... Big hello to producer Simon, who's behind the virtual glass, who's getting this out to everyone's earballs. Now, I don't know if you didn't realise there, uh, I didn't actually give you name, but you, of course, are we. Uh, the other part of uh, the the voice soundtrack, anyway, of the podcast, and of course, we've got uh, producer Simon, as we said there. So we, uh, another week in isolation, mate, things aren't looking great. We're, we're doing this through the internet again, because we're at different ends of the country. How are you coping? Oh, we're sweet up here. Everything's sort of opened back up for us in this state. So we're we're pretty good. It's slowly starting to creep up the uh, eastern coast. So we'll see what happens over the next uh, month or so. That's but anyway, exactly, yeah, we're not exactly here to talk right. about that. Yeah, no, that's right, mate. But I will, I will tell you there, the listener, that uh, we do um, have the little uh, hamster on the wheel running. Our internet seems to be slowing up a little bit. So if we get a little bit of glitching, as usual, we do apologise. Uh, but bear with us. We'll tidy it up as best we can, and we hope you can uh, can make your way through it anyway. And big shout out to Shaniqua, always there, and our listener. So let's get to it. So get, Dave, yep. yep. With all of the, the COVID, there's, you know, something that I think everybody misses and they haven't missed, there's lots of things that people miss. Mm-hmm. But once when when I was cool, we used yep. to have the drive-in movies. Okay, so you said they're the drive-in movies. Sorry, you glitched right at the, the perfect time there. The, the drive-in movies, the alternative to the cinema, which was the place you could go to, you could drive your car in, there was a big screen, uh, and you would basically sit in your car and watch the movies. That's what you're talking about? Yes, that's exactly what I was talking about. And again, uh, glitch magic. But, you know, for me, I haven't been to a drive-in. I've tried to go to a drive-in once uh, since uh, I was a kid. Um, And that got rained out anyway and lightning and thunder. So they had to can it. They They gave us our money back and sent us home. The gods really didn't want you to go. No. So, sorry, there was a glitch there. So you really weren't meant to go, mate? No. I, I, my last memory of um, of being in a uh, outdoor cinema or a drive-in was uh, when we had the family station wagon and had it reversed in so we could lie in the back watching it. Yeah, that's funny. I remember, I remember we had a, a, a station wagon as well. I remember we used to go and see a few movies at the drive-in. I think my parents must have been fans of it. And I remember we went and saw a, a double feature of, oh, I can't remember what the two movies were. One was a sort of a more kids movie and then the second movie was Jaws and it was completely, they were completely misaligned. And I remember we did exactly the same thing. We had the uh, the family car and quite often you'd see them reversed in and they were all, all the cars were on those weird sort of humps that went up and down so that they would angle the front of the car or whichever way you were parking, they would angle it up so that you could look at the screen. Yeah. And, you know, it was the same for us. It was a, it was a kids, it was a double feature, uh, kids movie. Um, but I think the one after it was Grizzly, which was a big, at this grizzly bear, so it was like that was, uh, you know, in the late late seventies, I think. You know, this grizzly yep. bear movie, right? Um, 
And all I remember is at one stage waking up and seeing this horse's head get knocked clear off by this. In the movie. Big claws. And I, yeah, well, no. No, <laughs> uh, you know, people just riding around on their horses. Yeah, there was a bit of uh, a bit of jousting and a bit of duelling going on as well as, a, as the side act in between. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's uh, sort of done me in for life for horror movies. Right. I've seen that at a young age. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other thing about it was with those big bumps and things, it made sure that nobody could go quickly, but there would all be always be some idiot that would be driving through the through the thing trying to get not going up and down over it or not going along the designated pathways because there were like aisles that you could drive on that were a bit flatter and then you were meant to find the spot you wanted and parked in like that. There was um, always somebody who would try and go cross country to get across it and their car would be listing from side to side and, uh, you know, they'd be having a lovely time. And the other thing you had to look out for were the posts because there was always a post that you had to park next to and on that they had the speaker which you wound your window down with the window winder which you don't have in cars anymore and you would get this little metal pretty crappy speaker really and put it on your window, sit it on the on the glass itself because you couldn't sit it on the paintwork because the hook on the back wasn't big enough. You'd sit it in there and then it'd have the crackly sound of the mu- of the movie. Now, you know, going to the movie theatres today when you go and sit there, you'd never tolerate poor sound like that coming out of basically one little radio speaker which was meant to be enough for the whole film, for the whole car to be able to hear. No, I think what it is these days, I think they tell you what station to tune it into through your radio so you can get it coming through your radio is what I believe and that's what I, back when I went to tape my family, this mm-hmm. is you know, 10, 15 years ago, yep. that that's what it was. So, you yeah. know, there's a big, okay, if you had this thump and sound system, fully mm. sick subwoofers and stuff. Mm. But um, if you got something like I've got in my um, old truck, you know that'd be just awful. Yeah, it was. Um, it was well. It was at the time. You know, it was when we were cool. It was. It was all the cutting edge technology. So that one speaker that was hardwired onto the post. Um, was always, you know, it was the best. Nobody seemed to complain because no one knew any better. And that was the, um, that was how you listened to the movie. And that I think there was a little, little dial on the bottom that you could turn it up or down if it got too loud. I don't know that, how it would have gotten too loud, but you could usually rely on all the other cars because they all had their windows down as well. Um, you could rely on the other cars to be able to hear the sound as well because everybody else had it had it turned all the way up. But it was always a bummer if the drive-in was a bit crowded. If you pulled up next to one of the posts and your speaker was broken because you didn't find out until the movie actually started. There wasn't like music or anything coming through beforehand. You, once, you, once the movie started, it was the only way. So you'd occasionally get people starting up their cars and driving to a new spot because the speaker was broken. And that would annoy everybody else. But you think, you know, you look at it today, we have an expectation of the Dolby surround sound, even in our house. Imagine pulling up with that one speaker. We would have thought that was great technology back in the day. Well, my smartphone, I reckon, has got better sound now than we ever got out of them, especially out of any radios or anything we had in the car at the time. I think I get better sound out of it now. Even in my rattling old truck, I can still hear out of it better than, um, than what I would have heard out of the cars in those days. Yeah. And, I mean, it, I think it was more just the... A family, and the thing is, we had to travel sixty kilometres to the next town to be able to go and what's that? Forty miles, uh, forty-two miles, or whatever it is, um, sixty kilometres to actually go to the movies. 
um, and it was a, on a very rare occasion. But the amount of times we were told we could turn in the car around um, yep. <laughs> was uh, astronomical with mm. us sitting in the back because we always made the young one sit in the middle. He was always in the middle. I always mm. sat behind my dad. So if I did anything wrong, he couldn't lean back and give me a whack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. but, um, and my other, older brother on the other side. Yep. And then there was always, and I don't really remember it, I know there was a canteen where you could go or whatever they called it, that you could go and buy food and you could go and um, get drinks and popcorn and all those types of things. I don't really remember it. The only, my only real memory of those sorts of things are from the movies and they were usually from the old slasher films where somebody would go up there and they'd come back and their, their lady, they'd come back with arms full of um, drinks and popcorn and their, their lady friend would be dead or missing or something like that. But I don't really remember it being, you know, it was always central in the in the middle of the drive-in so that everyone could walk around. I, I don't ever remember going to it, but I was only ever there at a fairly young age. What about you? No, nah, same. I, I don't remember canteen side of things. I was only, um, I was only a young squirter back yeah. then, anyway. So, yeah, the other one was in, in one of the the famous things. But people always used to try it was sneaking people in in the boot or the trunk of your car. So, so you you put a person or two in the back of there and then drive through, and you'd only have to pay for two people, and you'd have sixteen people stashed in your car like it was a clown car of some description. Or for people of my um, size, probably 83 people. Mm. Yes, in a small car. I, um, in a in, small, in a mini. And the, the local drive-in, I think by the time I was able to drive or I was old enough to be able to go out and go on my own, I think it was well and truly gone by then. But I remember you used to always drive past the old drive-ins and the screen was always still up. It's, the, the screens always seemed to last for a lot longer than the drive-ins ever did, so like many years later. Yeah, the uh, the cinema in the, the next town over from where we were, it's now long gone and it's an estate that's mm. called Cinema Heights Estate. Cinema Heights like Estate, so really? Just, uh, yeah. yeah. Was yeah. that was that the drive-in or the actual cinema? Like the th- no, no, it's called, that's what it was called, something along those lines. Right. Uh, like Cinema Heights or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, not, well, not drive-in estate. Well, yeah, and getting getting on from drive-ins, I mean, we, we went used to go to them and it was always a treat to go. It was always an event, not like now people seem to go to the movies any old time they like and don't don't blink an eye lid at um, paying 25 bucks for a movie or even more if you want to go to one of those fancy um, waiter-driven sorts of things. But um, it was always a treat. It was always a family treat to be able to go. But we probably went more to the cinemas and I was thinking while we were looking at this one that how much cinemas have changed. I remember that there was one town uh, nearby that used to have like a not, not so much a church hall it was more of a more of a cinema um, and they used to have movable seats like they were basically individuals chairs stacked together and they would just stack them out like in a church hall type thing and play the play the local um, movie and I was always impressed when I I think the first movie I ever saw would have been Star Wars on the big screen I'm, I'm sure I probably saw something before that but that was back in 1977 and uh, I was just amazed at the cinema then as but it was so basic and I think the cinema in the town that I grew up in and that cinema that I went to turned into an entertainment venue and then turned into a furniture shop 
Just left the chairs there, did they? Just no, sold I, think, them off. I think they moved the chairs around. I'm not really sure how it happened. But, yeah, for years our town went without a cinema and you had to go to the, one of the, the, the neighbouring towns to be able to go to the cinema and see a movie. And, um, yeah, they, they sort of gradually evolved from there. But, yeah, the cinema um, became like a place where you could go and see bands and my dad always hated it because um, it was always rough and there were always fights and he was a local cop so he always had to go down there and try and bust it up. And then it became a... Um, yeah, a furniture shop and then I think it was a sports shop and I don't know what it is. The building is still there but, you know, if you didn't know this was you know, nearly 40 years ago, uh, you wouldn't know that it was a cinema. Now, in our local town um, we, had, we had a cinema and you had to actually go upstairs. So it was like climbing up two to three heights in the main street. You go up this set of stairwells between a couple of shops and then up the top there was where you got the uh, your tickets and um, a little sort of foyer, then you'd go into it and it'd have the rows, like the old school, you know, um, cast iron and a bit of padding seats along there and like a normal cinema sort of going on the angle down to the big screen. Um, but the walls obviously were sort of a besser block and things like that. But uh, mm. I have to say, uh, yeah, I used to get up to a bit of mischief with my mates in the in the cinema when I was young. I think the first movie I remember seeing was uh, The Gods Must Be Crazy. Yeah, is so, that the one where they drop the Coke bottle out of the plane and they think it's a sign from above? Yeah, the yeah, good old Coke bottle. So, <laughs> a bit of advertising there. Yeah. The... Um, the thing is that at the at the bottom of it was uh, a local sort of uh, chippery. So you'd go in there and I have to say I was a bit of a naughty boy back in the day and that's where I first uh, had my first couple of cigarettes is in the, uh, in the cinema because um, you could smoke in those days. So you'd go in there, you'd get your can and a drink or your big drink and packet of cigarettes because they'd sell them to kids back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's when back when smoking wasn't bad for you, back when it was still good for you. Yeah, and it was still advertising on cars and all of that, that sort of stuff. Sporting you know, in, venues. In the races in Australia and sporting venues. Mm. But, um, yeah, you'd get there and, you know, you'd be there either with your mates. And if you were lucky, you used to go, you know, get a date. I never really did that it was more i'd go there but you'd have the jaffers and you'd be throwing yeah it was a bit of a yeah, throw, throw, throwing lollies in the cinema that seemed to be a rite of passage no one does that anymore i think it's probably because they're so expensive to buy them but i remember getting hit in the back of the head by a jelly baby or a jube or a um or a, a jaffer or something like that and um you know people always chucking things in the cinema. oh ice ice was the other thing somebody would chuck a thing of ice and just lob it you'd have to hope it wasn't aimed at you specifically but it, you know in a packed cinema you used to just get um get one lobbed at you and yeah that would seem to be it or rolling the jaffers and if you don't know what jaffers are they're um they're little what how would you say little ball type lollies that uh, have got chocolate on the inside Ooh. and hard, hard candy outer shell and roll them down the roll them down the aisle. Oh yeah, tick 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 tick. Um, because yeah, there was never was, carpet either. There was always wooden. Oh, that's what helped the surround sound. I think it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw the first Superman in in that cinema. I, I remember that. Um, yeah, me too. Not in that cinema, it was, but I saw it in the cinema. Hmm. So, you know, that was, uh, I, I look back at that. I, look, you go to the movies now, you've got to get there, you've got to order the tickets, you've got to, you, you know. Pick your seat. It's not that, well, you've got to pick your seat. And can I tell you, 
if on the occasion that uh, rare occasion I get to go and um, the wife um, goes wants to go to gold class, I normally fall asleep. And as you know, yeah, yeah, I can I can <laughs> probably snore over the top of any surround sound. I I went to sleep in Mr. and Mrs. Smith watching that, and that's mm. an action film. We went to. Um, I remember we went to Gold Class, and Gold Class is the fancy, the fancy upper level. I'm sure you've got it in wherever you're listening to. You, you, you've got a, a version of it. But Gold Class in Australia is where you can order drinks and coffees, and you can have actual foods brought in rather than the sugary horror that normally comes along with the cinema. And um, exorbitant prices, but you get the big electric recliner chairs, and I, and I do exactly the same thing. I fall asleep in as well. I put the legs up, and I think we went and saw both of the. Both of the Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Sherlock Holmes movies, and I haven't seen the end of either of them yet because I fell asleep halfway through. Um, and Tammy woke me up at the end, and that was that was it. So there was, uh, I think, a, I think it's about forty bucks to go or something like that, plus everything else we had. So yeah, that was a that was a bit of a misnomer. So I guess to the other extreme now, back in the days where we were kids, when cinema was a big treat, you didn't get to go all the time. You didn't often see movies because the only movies you could see were whatever was on the TV on a Sunday night that was usually filled with ad- ads every six minutes. Um, to go to the cinema was a real treat, but nowadays it's it's probably too comfortable. Yeah, and you know, looking at the the movies that we used to watch back in the day, we used to get them like six months to a year, especially out in the country. Maybe eighteen months after these movies have been out, so you get all this feedback about all these movies that you'd see in papers and things like that, um, and then you'd eventually get to see them. You think, "Oh, great, going to see this, you know, new movie that's already been out for twelve months to eighteen months." And so, they'd, all, you know, and they'd always come out three or four months after they came out in the US, so they'd be, um, you know, so they'd be. That they you would or you could find a review, or somebody will have told you the story, or somebody would have seen it before you did. So you didn't always. You had to be pretty careful about how you went about it. Yeah, oh, mate. I, I don't think spoilers were a big thing as what they are these days for TV. No, that's that's exactly yeah, so, right. You went for spoilers. You didn't worry about it so much because it didn't matter because it's only a movie. And it was a it was actual joy of actually going to the movies as it as a youngster and like I said, going to the movies by yourself as a kid, you know, <laughs> getting that bit of freedom for that couple of hours down there yep. to run amok, yep. have a smoke, a mm. uh, durry, sorry. <laughs> have a dart, yeah. Yeah, have to a be able to go and do that. Mm. Yeah, so what? back to drive-ins, mate. Do you miss them? I, we've actually got one probably about 20 or 30 Ks from us. I'd actually like to go and see one and see what it's like. Mm. But I'd take my um, dual cab four-wheel drive and park it so the people behind me can't see it and sit on the back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so <laughs> benevolent of you, mate. That's, that's such a good <laughs> thing to do. And and you have to try and figure out. It's hard. It's not like you've got a cinema. You've got to try and figure out where you can see. You don't want to be too far up the back, but you certainly don't want to be right up the front. No. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You get people there with all sorts of vehicles and people take lounge chairs and just throw them out, you know, or you know, um, blow up furniture, take them, take the kids. And the thing is, it's, it's, it's an outing, I suppose. So, um, I, but it's good to see that Australia, it's good to see that Australians can still manage to bogan things up, uh, you know, even, even at the cost of a, a going to the drive-in. 
uh, or bogan, redneck, hillbilly, whatever you want to say in your country. <laughs> yeah, we're good at that. Hmm. Depends on where you are in this Australia and the world, I suppose. Yeah, and I guess you're relying on the weather as well. I don't know if they'll ever do any good in Tasmania where I am because um, you, you can't trust the weather. It'd be too windy or too cold or, you know, snowing or raining or, well, it doesn't rain that much. But, yeah, I'd be I'd be a bit concerned about that. So, no, I, I, I always look back on the... Uh, on the drive-in fairly fondly. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, you know, I, th- I don't think it'd be too bad. I just don't know that it'd be a worthwhile investment these days when you've got a cinema every, every you know, couple of hundred metres now. You've got cinemas that are multiplexes that have got 8, 10, 12, 15 screens uh, and you can watch a, any given movie every 15 minutes if you want. And I guess they've got a lot to come up with against um, all the streaming platforms as well. I was, I was going to say most houses have their own cinemas anyway. They've got, mm. if you do don't have an actual cinema. I mean, I've got a, you know, massive t- TV out in one of my lounge rooms there. Mm-hmm. So One of you know, your lounge rooms? Yeah, well, there's a front lounge and a, a mm, back lounge. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like having two toilets. Yeah. Um, but or if you sit armpits. close... Yeah, two armpits. So if you, if you <laughs> sit close enough to it, it's like being at the cinema. Right, okay. But, you know, as your mother said, you'd get your eyes would go square. Yeah, we'd go right. blind. Well, let us know if you've uh, if you're still with us through the rest of this episode. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, send us an email at oncewascoolpodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know your thoughts on the driving. Have you got any good stories? Have you ever been to the driving? Do you miss it? Do you still have one nearby? Let us know what your thoughts are. If you ever worked at a driving, we'd love to hear some of your stories about that. Uh, you can find all our old episodes on our website at oncewascool dot com or whichever platform you get your podcasts from. Um, so, we any other thoughts, mate? I'd like to hear from um, I'd like to hear from some of the listeners around what their first movies, you know, either in the in the drive-in or even in cinema. Yeah, it's just good to see the the different types of movies that were out there in the day. Like, mm. I still remember that horse getting its head knocked off by a grizzly bear. But there are all those weird movies back then. I remember one of the ones that I was always so looking forward to was an Australian one and it had a relatively well-known actor in it at the time. It was called Razorback and it was about a pig, a Razorback pig out in the back. Oh, yeah. Out back and it was like, you know, as big as a small car or something like that. And it used to, how a pig that size got to stealthily sneak around and kill people because it was like basically like Jaws in the Bush, Jaws in the Outback, except it was a pig rather than a... Um, rather than a shark and yeah it was it was okay but it was very basic i don't know that it'd still stand the test of time so yeah let us know hit us up on facebook let us know what your uh, i've well i'll put out a link on to this uh, episode let us know what your first movie either at the drive-in or at the cinema was we're not really interested in what your first dvd was. well not that we're not interested but uh, let us know about your movie experience or your or your drive-in experience we'd love to hear from you sure would that it we I think so. All right, mate. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for the, Thank you, Simon. Thanks for another good week. enough about the uh, driving. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, mate. Thanks very much. Thanks, Simon. We'll catch you soon. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye.